Episode 80 of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast with a fascinating interview of life coach Paul William Davis. Very pleased to have with us today Paul William Davis. Paul Davis is a, a gifted, intuitive, personal advisor, an entrepreneur, best-selling author, an award-winning business growth consultant and speaker. He's exceptional at identifying what will bring an individual fulfillment, joy, and meaning by identifying their true unique life purpose. He's worked with countless business owners, leaders, and celebrities from around the world and across all industry sectors, and has helped to transform several unprofitable enterprises into multi-million successes by structuring their businesses around their life purpose and make a greater difference in the world. Paul, thanks for being with us today. I'm delighted to be here, Thomas. Thank you for having me on your show. So help us to understand how you worked through this uh, timeline of, of becoming self-employed. Sure. Um, well, probably a lot of similar to a lot of business owners when they first start off, they, when they left college, they probably didn't know what they wanted to do in their career. And that was pretty much the same for me. Um, so I tried um, a few different things between electronic engineering and commerce and so on. And then it was, wasn't until I got my first job that the finance director at the time um, tapped me on the shoulder and said, you've got a great aptitude for numbers and you've got a, a great um, commercial view of, of how you look at business. So he advised me what, what I actually take on doing um, and become an accountant. So over here in Ireland, we have a few different types of accountant. Um, and the one that I chose was um, becoming a management accountant. So management accountant will be responsible for more forecasting budgets and preparation plans and, and project analysis for, for companies. So it's all future-based. Um, so when um, he tapped me on the shoulder, that was literally the, the route I decided to take. So I became a qualified management accountant and then I moved further on to become a fellow of that particular institute. And from there then I worked through a number of different companies. I've been in construction, I've been in manufacturing, both high-tech and low-tech manufacturing. I've worked in uh, professional services, investment brokers. And then the last position that I held was CEO of a nationwide retail chain, where I was responsible for managing 60 retail stores. We started off when, when I first took the position on, I started off with having 43 stores and I, it was making losses. Um, but I had to turn the company around and uh, we grew down to 60 stores nationwide. Um, and then in 2001, I decided that was the time for me to, to set up my own business. And so I, I set up as, as a business consultancy business, professional services, and I've never looked back since. Good, good. That's amazing. So, so how did you sort of, you know, work through that process like what was it about having a job that you didn't like and why did you want to be self-employed why did you want to have your own business i think for me mainly it was around i wanted to have control over my own destiny i didn't want to have so you know grow, growing up you know i i'm at an age group where i remember a few different recessions let's that way so um seeing different people around like so one of my brothers 
had to travel away from Ireland to get a job. Um, I've seen different things between friends lose their jobs and having to look for new employment and so on. And I just didn't want to have somebody having that level of control over, over my destiny. Um, that was one aspect. And then the other aspect is I always knew that despite the what can be really, really difficult as a business owner in terms of growing your business and, and the worries and concerns that a business owner has, um, the best way of increasing your income is being self-employed, um, running your own business rather than having a cap in some respects on, on your income as well. Um, so back when I was much, much younger, um, that was one of my appeals in terms of um, uh, allow myself to, to earn significantly more money. Yes, that's, that's exactly you know what I uh, say as well. Um, but times have changed over the past 20 years, right? I mean, we both go back 20 years and and we know what it was like, you know, 20 years ago to, to start and, and run a business and uh, things are very different nowadays right so uh, how do you sort of help people through that process uh now when they're thinking about pulling the trigger and and launching a business and and you know what's your coaching advice for someone uh in in the modern realm now yeah i suppose two things one is that I, i'll never tell anybody to resign from their position without first establishing something so they've got to be very clear in relation to what is the, the kind of business that you want to start up. Um, but second of all, you know, if, if that's unless they have a significant reserves or resources in terms of money or they they have security over their income, um, the first couple of years can be quite difficult for, for a new business startup. So you've you've got to remove the fear and worry about finances first off. So my typical advice for, for somebody is to, to try and establish what it is that they're going to set up a business in, but either, which is what I did, which was I turned my employer into becoming my first client. Um, so now you can have a certain level of security or certainty over the income that you're going to generate within the first year, two years, and so on. Um, from over Apart from your finances, it's a case for, for a lot of what I see and a lot of people that I work with um, on a one-to-one -one basis. It's about absolutely structuring the business around what your purpose is. Um, from my perspective, every single individual has a unique purpose. Um, so when you, when you structure your business around what your purpose is and you know clearly what your purpose is, um, that's the, it, it's, it's the most successful way of reaching your full potential. Um, because now... You're, you're, you're developing a business, you're, you're, you're generating income from it, but it is a business that's going to give you the maximum fulfillment in life. Because I, I get a lot of executives and business owners coming to me and they've been running their business maybe for, for 15, 20 years and they're saying, and they've reached high level success, but they're, they're coming to me and say, well, you know, I'm not getting out of the business what I really want to get out of the business, which is that sense of purpose, that sense of meaning, that sense of fulfillment. Um, so they have all the money, they have everything that they need in terms of houses and cars and so on. But when it comes down to the crunch, it's down to they, they want purpose, meaning and fulfillment. And, and they want the joy out of doing what it is that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Now, you started as an accountant yeah. 20 years ago, but now you're doing business coaching, right? Yeah. And so uh, 
how did you make that transition? Because it sounds like what you're doing now is your life purpose, right? But it wasn't really what you what you did as a job, right? So how did you make that transition to find your life purpose? Perfect. So let me put it this way. So when I was working with companies, both the companies that I was being brought into as an employee, um, I had control over the direction of that company. Or I was working with a CEO or a business owner of the actual company itself. Something that I kept hidden for many, many years was how I work on an intuitive basis. So since I was a young kid, I would get insights, visions, knowings, um, for individuals in relation to what their own unique life purpose is. So what I used to do, for one better word, covertly with the companies I was working within, was I would be guiding the CEOs or the business owners mm. to alter the direction of their, of their business. So therefore, it aligned with their own unique purpose. And then over time, when they got to know how I worked and understood me and how I, how I operate, now we could have, for one better word, we could have a more of an open conversation from my intuitive side of things. And it's those insights that they absolutely valued. Um, but I took the decision over the last number of years to turn the tables around. And what I mean by that was that now my business, so when I first started off my own consultancy business, it was helping companies to develop and grow their business. But after a period of time, when I work with a client, I would alter the course of how they would do it. So therefore I would align them to their purpose. But now I lead with, no, let's find your purpose first. So I'm quite open about it now. And the reason being, to be quite honest with you, Thomas, is that if I go back over the years and if I met somebody, and for example, a business owner, and they said to me, you know, I, I they want to do this particular business and I'd try and direct them in a particular course. And say, look, at here's, here's, the, here's the insights, here's the knowings that, that I get for yourself. Um, a common reaction that I'd get would be either A, it was extremely overwhelming for them um, in a good way. But second of all, um, some some clients would turn around and say, well, Paul, you're just making it up. So given the responses that I was getting from clients in the sense of, Paul, you're just making it up, and also being an accountant and want to be process-driven and systemized and having a methodology, what I developed over the years was a methodology in order to help people find the evidence in their life to know and understand what their true life purpose is. And therefore, by that evidence, now I can show them and, and correlate it to the knowings and the insights that I get for them, if you follow what I mean, or if you understand what I mean. So now they can actually trust. Okay, so now they can see the evidence in their life. And now it makes it an awful lot easier for them to pursue their purpose from that perspective. Um, so now that I've developed a methodology, now that that's what I lead with when I work with clients. So you're sort of merging the IQ of how to run a business with the EQ of the in, in the personal realm and personal life meaning. You're merging those two to come up with a plan. Is yeah. that sort of the way? Yeah, kind of. My first stepping stone is to identify the purpose, and, and there's four elements to, to define what their purpose is. When you when we define what our purpose is, and I, I can do it very, very quickly for people, when we define what our purpose is, now it's case okay, so of how can we turn that purpose into a business? And in, for one better word, how can we monetize it? But the way we monetize it is how we can actually reach more and more people for them to fulfill their purpose. 
And the more and more people that they reach, well, then the more success they have in terms of financial success. Mm -hmm. You said there were four steps. Yeah. So th 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 from my perspective, there's four elements that make up your, your true life purpose. Some people will, will search online to say, you know, what, what is my life purpose? And they'll come across things along the lines, well, find your passion and, and that's your purpose. But what they don't understand is the, the origin of passion is to suffer. So if you think along the lines of, you know, the passion of Christ, now you've got now you have an idea of what passion really, really means. And there's a lot of things that if you want to take the term as being passionate, something that you enjoy, there's a lot of things I'm passionate about. For example, I'm, I'm passionate about all things in relation to flight. Um, I'm passionate about horse riding, but I'm also passionate about red wine. But none of them whatsoever have anything to do with my purpose. Right. So right. what's what's said online and, and um, in books and so on in relation to finding your purpose and find your passion and perhaps even you know find your why and start with why and so on is is incorrect when it comes to finding your purpose so for me it's around you know every single individual has a unique mission to fulfill in life and that's your what so it's what i call your genius quest that that's your mission and mm -hmm. um, every single individual has a unique genius inspiration your genius inspiration what people may understand as being what that's your why but people try and figure out your why from consciously trying to work it out but your why comes from your unconscious. Your whole purpose comes from your unconscious part of you. So you can never figure out from your perspective on your own to try and figure out what is your, your true why. Um, I, I, I do it when I'm bringing clients through, through a questioning process. Um, and the second of all, on top of that, then people try and figure out their why based on what they're currently doing. So if you ask a business owner why you're in business, most of them will respond by saying, well, to make money, that's, that's one thing. But they're, they're trying to figure out their why based on what they're currently doing. And that may not be what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. You've got to know your mission first before you understand your why. And your, your genius role is the next element. And over the years, I'd, I've identified 10 different genius roles. And an individual will play one of those roles throughout their whole life. But again, they play it on an unconscious point of view. So many people are in, in employment, but they're not really playing to what their unconscious role is. So when you know what your role is, that gives you how you're, to, you're best to fulfill your purpose. Now, each role has a shadow side and each role has a frustration point. And that's what causes self-sabotage. So when you don't know from an unconscious perspective what your frustration point is and what your shadow side is, now you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. And then lastly, the last element is your, what I call your genius drivers. It's your genius drivers that give you that joy, that fulfillment, that literally that desire for, for jumping out of bed every single morning to do what it is that you're doing. And so when you bring all those four elements together, you've every single thing to understand what it is that you should do with your business or what business that you should start up. Um, so you've got your how, you've got your why, you've got your what, of what is actually going to give you that joy and that fulfillment. Wow, that's amazing. Is it possible, um, you probably seen this is it possible for someone to to really be convinced that they know those elements but they're just wrong somehow absolutely every single client that i've come across they will well sorry every single client that comes to me they will think they know what their drivers are or they think they know what their purpose is or what they should do but they're always 100 percent incorrect 
And how do you walk them through that process? Yeah. So for me, I bring them through a methodology that, that I developed over the years. And it's from that methodology that because, and the methodology basically, it, it's me working with a client and I'm asking a whole series of questions and working through and drilling down into them. But what I'm drilling down into is their unconscious. And from that then, but but they're but but they're conscious, but it, we're looking mm-hmm. for the evidence in their life mm-hmm. of where their unconscious is actually manifesting. So when they actually see the evidence in their life, and I summarize it and bring it all together for them, now it actually makes complete, total and utter sense to them. And it's from that. So I, I work with clients, and literally it takes a half a day for me to work through a client and to identify what their true unique life purpose is. By the end of that half a day, they've got so much clarity in relation to what their true life purpose is. And it, because of the evidence that we've unearthed, it makes complete utter sense to them. Yeah. And I, I saw that you offer that half day uh, session uh, on your website. Yeah. So when someone finds out what their real life purpose is, and it's yeah. different than what they thought it was, do they have a problem at that point, sort of shifting those, you know, those emotions, those mental gears to, to go in a different direction? Is that now, is that a solution or does it open up another problem? <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. A small percentage of clients that will come to me would know basically, okay, so the information that they get from, from that and knowing what their true life purpose is. They'll, they'll take and say, yeah, that makes total and utter sense. Now I know exactly what I need to do. And they're, they're running, if that makes sense, meaning they're, they're, they know exactly what they need to do. They start altering their, their business or setting up a new business or whatever it be, and they, they know exactly what they need to do. The others, effectively what comes up is how on earth do I turn that purpose into a business? Um, some of them will come up with fears um, because it can be overwhelming from the, for them. And what I mean by that is that, you know, imposter syndrome keep, keeps coming in. So what do, I mean by ba- what do I mean by that? It means that as soon as they know their purpose, immediately what shows up for them is who am I to do this? The impact that I'm going to make for other people in this world and the difference I'm going to make, who am I to do this? So that's, you know, it, it is an element of imposter syndrome. It's, it's fears, it's anxieties, it's worries. It's not knowing, you know, maybe how to turn it into a business. Mm-hmm. But given my background as an accountant and helping business owners grow and scale their business, now mm-hmm. we, I, I can help and support them in, in actually working through each one of those elements so that now they know how to, how to monetize it. Right. So you can really connect those dots, right? If they have yeah. any doubts, any questions, you can, you can crunch the numbers right there with them yeah because a lot of it will get down to their own levels of confidence and their own levels of competence i i just i make a, a clear distinction between the two of them so when you you work when i'm working on confidence so i'm working on all the aspects uh, for for them to be their to, to reach their full potential so for me there's three pillars to building confidence and the three pillars are, are self-care self-belief and self-worth so when you work on each one of those three pillars, now their, their confidence is going through the roof. And for every individual that wants to build their business, they have to increase their levels of confidence. Otherwise, they won't push themselves out there in the marketplace. They won't mm-hmm. command higher fees and so on. So mm-hmm. it, it, confidence is key. Mm-hmm. Competence, which a lot of people misunderstand for confidence, 
is made up of skills, knowledge, and experience. So when you develop each one of those pillars, skills, knowledge, and experience, now you're increasing your level of competence in the expert field that you want to develop within. Um, you marry those two together. Now you're now you're 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 really driving your business forward. Excellent. Yeah. Can you give us a, sort of a, an anonymous uh, example of how somebody came to you with one mindset and convinced that they were supposed to go forward one way, but you sort of helped to redirect them in, in their focus in a different, totally different direction? I, I could give you so many, Thomas. <laughs> I know, but without mentioning names, right? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Let me let me give you one. So there's there's one which is one of my favorites actually, because it was such a 180 degree turn. And um, so she was a she worked as a CFO for an international company, and so she was trained as an accountant as well. She so chief financial officer basically, um, and that that's her discipline. That's what she was doing, and um, but she was at a point whereby do you know what she couldn't let me put it this way her question was along, along the or her her statements that were along the lines of i can't do this any longer mm-hmm. i cannot go the rest of my career doing what i'm doing any longer and um, i need something else I, I need something that's gonna you know i'm gonna you know bring me the joy and the fulfillment um she has since developed and so when we went when i went through her unique life purpose she has since developed a an online fashion boutique um, and she's now selling online, but it's hmm. online in a completely different way compared to any other uh, online fashion boutique. But she has a hidden mission behind that online fashion boutique. So it's all about developing confidence for um, the women that she's actually um, offering her products to. So there's a mission and a purpose behind her business. That the, the business is really only a shop front. But that was completely 180 degree away from what she was doing previously. Um, now, does she bring her skills as being a, a qualified accountant and CFO to what she's developing and growing? Absolutely. But um, would she have ever thought of developing an online fashion boutique and doing the mission that she's currently doing right now at the moment? Not in a million years. So somehow she had this desire to get into the fashion industry, but she didn't no. real, realize it. I mean, you helped her. To yeah, re- she, reveal that somehow, she didn't even have a desire. She didn't even have a desire she, to. No, no, just just. It, so it was how did that happen? By identifying each of the elements for herself and looking for the evidence, um, it was actually then how we could structure her her purpose around each of those elements in terms of her genius drivers, her genius roles, her her inspiration and her quest. Um, and that that's what literally came came true in developing uh, developing the, um, the the to discover what what her true purpose is. But how did she land in fashion if she didn't have any background or desire to be in fashion? How does that happen? One one of her drivers was related to fashion. One of her drivers. So what because I was related to fashion. And because of all the other things in, in relation to part for part for purpose and what she's doing, um, she had no experience whatsoever in fashion before. Um, she had no knowledge, or she wouldn't be she hadn't been qualified for one bad word as a, a fashion stylist, hadn't even worked in anything in fashion before. 
Um, but in order for her to fulfill her mission and what she's to do, um, it's literally, it's, it's all of those pieces that came together to say that's, that's the route that she should pursue. Right. And as a business owner, you don't have to, you know, do these things yourself. You can hire people and build a team around you, right? Yeah. So is that, sort, is that sort of how it fit together where, you know, she had the skill sets to run a business and build a business. She didn't have to actually, you know, create or design anything. She could just hire the team. Is that how she it? Could, but what she is able to do, and she absolutely does it hugely naturally, is that she can, she'll know what will, she'll know what clothes each woman that she comes across will um best suit that woman if, if that makes sense so she had so, some intuition she exactly. had she had some connecting yeah. point there with with the industry yeah so she had a natural ability which she wouldn't have been able to unearth but she had a natural ability from an unconscious perspective to um identify what would be best suited for for a female but on top of that it's also the work that she's doing with that female to feel good about herself, to build her own confidence and so on. That's all the, everything that she brings naturally for herself, she brings to her clients and her customers that she's working with. Yeah. So there's more than one layer here. There's, yeah. there's multiple layers to this connection. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I understand. Okay. Wow. So <laughs> that, that's a pretty extreme example of, of, you know, how somebody can, sort of turn things around into a 180 degree path that, that, for that, themselves. That's, that's 180 degree. Yeah. I, I, I've okay. so many different examples mm -hmm. of, of clients that I've worked with mm -hmm. and at all stages in their life. Um, and so, okay. So that you could may consider that as being extreme um, others wouldn't be as hugely extreme. It, it's, it's kind of just altering perhaps maybe their focus for their business or the kind of clients that they're to work with, or in particular, the, the type of work that they're to do with clients. So, so some businesses and some business owners may not need the uh, the, the full 180 degree. Mm -hmm. But it's it's all with the overall theme of controlling your own destiny, though, right? Yeah. So uh, if somebody is sort of maybe you know, um, retired or about to hit retirement, and uh, they're not quite sure, uh, you know, what they want to do with the remaining years that they have in, in either in the workforce or, or just to enjoy life, uh, what would you, what would you say to them? Discover what your purpose is. It's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of people that, that come to me and they, they find me in the most unusual ways um, uh, because it's just, just, just how the universe works, but they discover me, from either online or through through some other you know through my books maybe or whatever and it's answered a question for them when they've connected uh, so what i mean by that is, is that a lot of people that will come to me are they're just lost in life or like what you described thomas in the sense that they're, they're coming closer to retirement they want to do something new or, or whatever it be but they've no idea what that might be and they may not want to do what they've done previously to that um, so they just they want they want the clarity they want the direction they want to focus they but ultimately there's a deep inner sense within them that they want to either make a difference they want to have something that's of meaning for them 
um, that that's going to bring, give them that fulfillment. Um, they're they're at a crossroads. A, a lot of a lot of people come to me and say they they describe being on the hamster wheel, and they just mm-hmm. cannot continue being on the hamster wheel any longer. Mm-hmm. And they're at a crossroads in life. Um, at, and it doesn't matter what age they're at, but um, they're either unsure what route to take at that crossroads, or they can't even decide as regards what it is that they are to do. Uh, so, but but the, the easy answer is you you, you find your purpose and. You're you're not going to find it online because mm-hmm. a lot, unfortunately, a lot of the information is 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 incorrect. Right, and a, a lot of people have their identity in what they've done, yeah, as a job. Right, you know, I'm I'm a consultant, I'm an author, I'm you know a, a, a CEO or whatever, but that's not necessarily even close a lot of times to yeah. what they should be doing. Right. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of, so when people talk about, you know, you, you may have come across the term, I'm sure you have, Thomas, in the sense of, you know, authentic leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, but really to be a true, your, your true authentic self is knowing who you truly fully are on an unconscious level. And when you understand that, now you can, you can manifest what it is that you want in life. Um, because that, that's your true authentic self. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where fulfillment resides. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Well, Paul, how does somebody uh, get a hold of you? The easiest way, honestly, is just go to my website, which is www.paulwilliamdavis.com. And all my links and resources are, are, are there on my website for, for people to, to reach out and connect with me. Good deal. F- folks, paulwilliamdavis.com. Paul, thanks for sharing your, your insight, your, your wisdom with us today, and how people can find what their real true purpose is. Really appreciate your time today. Thanks. Thank you so much, Thomas. Well, friends, that about wraps it up for this episode. Please click on the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. If you want to start your own podcast, if you like the podcast, you want to have your own, have influence and impact all around the world, I've got a free download for you. Just click on the link in the show notes to get your free ebook on how to start your own podcast. If you need some help with that, if you want to go from zero to five episodes in 30 days, I can help you with that process and and get your podcast up and running. As always, I like to end by saying, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.